0: Welcome in, everyone, to another episode of Chasing the Trails. You're here with Brandon and Jeff as we spend some time just breaking down trail running and uh, the trail running community, and so we're glad that you've joined us for the ride for this episode, and Jeff, how you making out, man?
1: I'm good. I'm good, Brandon. I'm excited for this episode. You know, I'm uh, excited that we've made it into 13 or 14 episodes. We're branching out into another province of trail running fun and Mm. i'm excited to do the episode i think these guys are going to be cool
0: yeah it feels like we're growing up a little bit
1: doesn't it maybe maybe we seem to have quite a few listeners in halifax so i'm not sure uh obviously it's instagram's working and they, they found us through instagram i would assume but uh yeah for sure there's been a crossover and and so it's exciting to uh put some content out for, for those folks specifically, but also I'm sure there's some, some interesting stuff that, uh, that'll come out for the St. John trail running community and in New Brunswick too, as well.
0: Yeah. And so we're not going to spend a lot of time chit chatting today. And so we're just going to throw it right over, uh, to Jason and Peter, uh, who are really involved in starting all out trail racing in Nova Scotia. And, uh, they're going to talk a little bit about that. And they're going to talk about some of the races in the area and so we'll uh, turn it over to our conversation with the guys from All Out Trail Racing. All right. Welcome, everyone. We are super thrilled to have uh, Pete Smith and Jason White with us uh, from All Out Trail Racing. Guys representing the Nova Scotia trail racing scene, and we are just thrilled to welcome them into the Chasing Trail studio. Guys, thanks so much for taking the time to uh, sit down and talk trails with us. We're glad that you're here. Thanks, thanks, for, thanks known, for having guys. us. We're
2: excited to do it.
0: Yeah. Um, so, we were saying off air before we came online that we, like Jeff and I, are, are New Brunswick boys. We haven't spent a lot of time. Uh, learning about what's going on in Nova Scotia with, uh, with the trail racing scene. and so we're super pumped to, to have you guys share just some of the, some of the work that you guys are doing as well as as what it looks like to, to do trail racing and, and trail running in Nova Scotia. But before we jump into all those nitty gritties, could you just spend some time talking to us about how you guys got uh, started into trail running and, and what that's been like for you? and and just really what you love about trail running um and so maybe jason we'll start with you and then we'll go to you peter
3: oh wow put me on the hot spot here that's right Uh, you're up first buddy. so you know i've been trail running i guess for about you know seven years now which isn't a whole long lot of time um really got into it uh me and a buddy we got into it kind of through uh orienteering actually so we did mm. these 24 hour events. I think we did three of them and we'd show up every year and we would do it. And we would place like just out of 10th place. We'd be like 11th, 12th place, something like that. And we were looking around and we we're saying, who's beating us? And we're looking and there's all these people that are running like 24 hours. And we're like, well, <laughs> hey, how the heck do you do that? Right. And we were like, how do we do that? <laughs> so, you know, we started like hiking some of the trails you know him and i were both mountain bikers like you know recreationally but uh we started hiking the trails and we started going a little bit faster we started running sections of the trails then we started being like whoa we really like this you know fast forward a couple of months uh we signed up for a 25k race in new brunswick actually at the fundy circuit i think it was the first year that oh yeah 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 that's a good one there feeling really good about myself, got my butt handed to me by Shelly <laughs> Doucette on the oh, first yeah. hill <laughs> and, and suffered to the finish line. I think, you know, I, I, I managed to sneak on the podium, but learned a few lessons there. And then from there, it was like, you know, I just wanted to see how far I could run. So it was like 50 milers, hundred milers, you know, big self-supported runs. And I think for me, like, it's just, I've always enjoyed being in the woods Uh, there's just Mm. something peaceful, relaxing about it. And then like the other big thing for me is like how in tune with your body, like long distance trail running gets you. So Mm. like, you know, it's all about like fueling, you know, pacing, all that stuff. So like just learning, you know, learning what you can do and what you can't do. It's really cool. And, you know, just love being in the woods, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which one, which one is like your favorite trail race that you've done?
3: Oh man, that's, that's a really, really tough question. I think honestly, like the, the race they put on up in gas Bay, like the gas BZ 100, um, you just can't get a more beautiful place to run if you catch it on a sunny day. Like it's, it's amazing. They've been doing it for quite a few years, you know, the really, you know, really well done race, really thought out, good aid stations, good people. I think, you know, that for me, that's probably my favorite race I've done.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Pete, how about you? What's your trail running story?
2: Well, I've been running for quite a few years. I think I've probably been running twelve or thirteen years now. So started off like on a charity race, like a lot of people raising a bit of money. and then got into running through that, really enjoyed the first race I did, enjoyed the community. Then I spent quite a bit of time going through marathons, different races and stuff, and I eventually ended up in Halifax. And I'd always done maybe like a little bit of running on the trails in Ontario, but say like once a month as opposed to uh, as just something to throw in the train and mix it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when I moved to Nova Scotia, I moved to an area near Macintosh Run Trails.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So so I had those right on my doorstep. So I was running quite a bit. And then I just jumped onto the trail because it was right there. And then I jumped onto it a bit more and just started to run more and more on the trails. And when I first moved to Nova Scotia, I wasn't really around for that. I was sailing a lot for the first year, so I didn't really get to see much of Nova Scotia and know too much of it or Halifax in general. Anyway, so it was really cool running around Macintosh run trails, seeing some new like birds and find out what the birds were, and, like finding hybrids yeah. on the side of the road and, <laughs> of and stuff and I was always chasing paces when I was marathon training and stuff. so those like little runs where I jump onto the trail, they're pretty relaxed kind of a different style, and then I was enjoying it, you know so downloaded all trails and started like nice. looking up trails around me and finding crystal crescent provincial park and like a few other places mm-hmm. long lake provincial park around spryfield so then i just kind of like slowly added running a bit more in like on trails to my normal training to the point where i was running like four times a week on the trails and stuff as opposed to a, a couple times mixing it in and then yeah. It was pretty cool. I got to see parts of even like Halifax and Nova Scotia that I probably wouldn't have gone and seen otherwise. You know, I never really spent too much time in the woods. I like to go for a hike and stuff, but growing up in England, I lived in the city, and the the like wilderness really wasn't there or anything. Right. So I hadn't spent a lot of time like outside, right? So I was really enjoying that, and then finding different places, and eventually, like trail running became. Kind of my normal running, as opposed to running marathons and stuff. Mm-hmm. I did my first trail race in 2019, which was just a local race here called the Toboggan Run, which was a really fun format. Like I did my first trail race and touched, like my toe into the ultra distances on the first go and stuff because that's uh, yeah, I think it's like six and a half kilometer. Jason, correct? Like six and a half kilometer loop. They go every hour, then the last loops a race. So that's pretty good. Actually, Jason was there that day. We didn't really know each other at that time. So that was really cool. I thought that was awesome. And then later on that year, did a 50K out in Saskatchewan, which kind of like just really made me enjoy the trail running scene and stuff. And then just developed from there. It was cool. I just really enjoyed being outside, seeing new places, running around, seeing Nova Scotia. I took a little trip to New Brunswick, went to Fundy Park. I probably wouldn't have done that if otherwise. And just... Yeah like many people caught the bug you know and this year i've definitely been mixing up road running and cycling and trail running all together but for the last four or five years like trail running just been predominantly the sport i do and i can imagine the next 20 years will be the predominantly the sport i do you know like it's just yeah it's enjoyable it's fun it's social makes me feel like a kid i don't know it's hard <laughs> to like pinpoint one thing i love like it's it's just good. And I was really lucky. I'm probably rambling a little bit, but like Oh no, no, it's great. Um <clears throat> I ran on I ran for a little bit by myself, but just through the community, I came across like Steve and Jason, and we started running with a group of us. So then I got to know people inside the trail running community. So it's like my friends, my group, and my mm-hmm. support now. So it's kind of like it's just a good place to be in general, I find yeah
0: no that's that's kind of neat and so so i was just gonna ask you so is that how you two met was through like trail running events and then you're just like hey this guy's like awesome i'm gonna spend some time with him how did that how did that connection happen
3: so uh, (laughs) i i can answer that one easy so uh there's a local trail group here nova scotia trail running they've been doing thursday night runs forever and uh a bunch of us show up there, you know, regulars, we, we go every week and, and we show up and all of a sudden there's these two shirtless dudes covered in tattoos standing at, standing at the trailhead. And we're like, who are these guys? Right. And, uh, you know, uh, at the time, Lee was still, I think, vaping or maybe even smoking. And, 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 and like And like we're like, who are these dudes? Anyways, we go for a run that night. Uh, and you know we hit it off right away chatted the whole time I think you know that Saturday we probably went and ran 25 50k something like that together and we haven't stopped since like it's just it's been it's been good and you know we have a good time on the trails
0: oh very cool very cool so uh so Jeff and I like we we know the New Brunswick scene fairly well um and we've we've talked to a lot of people on the podcast about Uh, the New Brunswick scene, but we really, we wanted to be able to capture some of what, what happens um, in Nova Scotia. So we've heard like the Halifax hares, there's like a Bedford running group. There's like the Nova Scotia trail running. Like, can you just kind of paint us like a broad picture of all the like groups and what do those look like and do they get together and, and where does all out trail racing kind of fit in with all of that?
2: Yeah, definitely. It's, we're really lucky in Nova Scotia, and you guys are really not lucky in New Brunswick. I follow a lot of the groups there, mainly the trail running groups. I'm not so sure if you're road running side and stuff, but yeah. you guys got really good community there too. But we can definitely give you an overview. There's a lot going on and stuff, so it's probably, probably pretty hard. And I mainly know kind of like the HRM area and stuff. But sure, just club-wise and stuff, there's the Halifax Heads, that I started about three years ago, and it takes a lot of people like help. It Jason helps, Steve helps. Like my buddy Mike, who also runs Cole Harbour Runners, which is a little road running group near Dartmouth and stuff. He helps all the time. So trail wise, there's us that runs on a Wednesday night, the Halifax Hares, and we try to have very like easy access. If you just Google the Halifax Hares, you should be able to find us where we're going running that week. Everything's in the HRM. Try to be super social. We. Have like sweepers, we wait every turn. We haven't lost anyone yet. Like we a yeah, good behind. We've been pretty good, but Jason and Mike know <laughs> the trails pretty well, so they're always sweeping. And most of the groups are like that here. So then just in the HRM there's the Halifax Trail Runners and they've been running for I don't know, Jason will probably tell like tell you more, but they're, a long but, time. Yeah. They are the OG group
3: and I mean right. we, we bump into them. All the time. Sometimes we cross pollinate runners a little bit and you know, they all show up at our races, which is super cool too. So
2: yeah. And then a little bit further out there's Nova Scotia Trail Runners, Jason was saying, they run mm-hmm. on Thursday evening and that's that's like kind of where I met this first trail running group I went to, mm-hmm. met a lot of people there. But they kind of they're more out into uh, this not the South Shore, but like St. Margaret's Bay way and stuff where we're kind of more in Halifax and stuff. And I would say There's quite a good crossover of runners between the groups, like it just same sort of things in different areas and stuff to a certain extent. And you know, and then also there's a big road running group in Halifax called North End Runners, and they have a a subset of trail running called the Timberwolves. Um, And then out in Wentworth, Wentworth trail runners, I think, do some social stuff and. Our Nova Scotia women's running is trying to get going a bit more, and they're getting some good numbers and doing some introduction to stuff. So that's really good. So, really, honestly, if you want to go running any day of the weekend, like right. in Nova Scotia, there's someone that's going to do it. You might have to drive a little bit. There's someone, someone's got to be there running with you, you know. And right. everyone kind of like a lot of it. So, some people obviously stick with their you know their groups and stuff because that's fine and it's the night that works for them but a lot of people like cross pollinate between the groups and stuff and the racing a lot of people who are doing the social runs and stuff are putting on the racing as well jason's been racing a lot longer than me and i honestly haven't done too many too many trail races myself but he could attest like Nova Scotia Trail Runners have been putting on races for a long time and recently Wentworth Trail Runners have started putting on some really good events. I know Jason was up volunteering at like the Shinecto Run they did last year. I'm going to do the Shinecto Run this year. Um, and then actually there's a guy up in Antigonish, Tyler, and he's just started Highland Trail Racing as well. So there's some wow. trail racing happening up in that area as well. So it's really amazing, honestly. Very community-based, everyone is. I think since COVID, well, I think what's happening before then, trail running is ex- like not exploding, but getting more popular. You're seeing more media presence. I think some companies are putting more money into promoting it. Big mergers with UTMB and Iron It's definitely having its moment. And I think mixed with COVID where people want to go outside, there's yeah. just been room for growth. And we're seeing like, Everyone's having fun doing it and stuff. So it's pretty awesome, you know. And then I'm rambling. I should let Jason talk a little bit as well. But we're supported by the community so well. You know, we have like five mile, uh, sorry, three mile outfitters and 5K Cafe. They support everyone really well. Had a big social there last night with them. Arobics First is sponsoring pretty much every race out there. Lots of companies, you know. So it's really cool to see. It's really cool to see.
0: Yeah, we were Jeff and I were talking about the uh, the five mile cafe or whatever the five k cafe. Yes, yeah. Like, tell us what that's all about. That looks so great. Like, we saw some of the we saw the website, but
3: what's that all about? So,
2: there,
3: so Steve Malley owns the five k cafe, and connected to that is the three mile outfitter. So he's got the right. coffee shop, which also serves ice cream, by the way my recommendation and he took me off on it and he's making good coin off it too he said and, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, then he has the three mile outfitters which is attached and, and it's um, a really kind of nice small sized um, outfitters you know he's got everything from like running shoes he's got jackets packs everything in there but you couldn't find a better guy like you know, Steve will be absolutely slam busy and he's, you know, dropping off coffee and donuts at one of our races first thing in the morning. You know, he, uh, he pretty much helps every group locally here. People are supporting awesome. him well too. So it's been, I think it's been great for both him and the community. Like, yeah, top notch shop. I'd stop by if you're in town.
2: Yeah. And- yeah. He's right, on, he's right on one of the chain lake, tra- or the entrance to the chain lake trails. So on Saturday morning, the park run happens there. And on Thursday night, there's a little bike run from there. And BLTs, which is actually the Bluff Lake Timberley, which is another big group in Halifax. They do a lot of stuff there. So it's just nice to have the sport from runners and like the community as well, businesses as well. It really does help. It helps host things and do things. It just makes life easier.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's just so cool. And we've got a couple of shops like that here too that, that have kind of just kind of blended themselves seamlessly into the culture of the, the trail running community. You know, it's just like the place to go or it's the, the spot to show up. And so that's, that's kind of cool to hear that. Um, but could you guys talk a little bit more about like some of the races that are there? What are some of the big ones? What are some of the most popular ones? If, if Jeff and I were going to come down, What are the, like, can't-miss events that we need to go to?
3: Well, I mean, you know, like, uh, I guess we'll talk outside AO for a second. Like, Capes 100 just finished up. Uh, So, NSTR, Jody and his crew, they put on, uh, you know, it's arguably the biggest uh, 100-miler in Nova Scotia. Um, It's one of two currently. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So... Anyways, it's up in Mabu in, uh, Cape Breton. He's got, I think, uh, what, correct me if I'm wrong, there's a 50 K like 87 K and 160 K distance. I think he had hundreds and hundreds of people up there. Mm -hmm. 300 people looked like great event. We unfortunately didn't make it up to check it out. Um, but a lot of our friends ran it. Um, that would be kind of like one of the big highlight races of the year. Uh, the Wentworth trail runner or trail runners put on, uh, the Shiggy ultra. So that's out at mm-hmm. one of our favorite trails, Cape Chignecto. Uh, there's a one, two and three loop option. They're 50 K loops or 60 K loops. So, you know, that, that's another hundred miler. Um, and you know, there's always been lots of like real staple races and that's a lot of the reason, why we decided to start AO is just to add some variety and some new trails. You know, Mm. lastly, rabbit's been going on for years, uh, flying knots. There's, there's all sorts of great races. And a lot of them, I mean, I've raced most of them. Um, but then like us, what we're trying to get started is some new trails that haven't been raced on, uh, it has been challenging figuring out who to talk to and, you know, who, uh, who, who owns the land, can we race there, all that stuff. But, you know, it's been pretty rewarding to see these trails get used. And also what a lot of people don't under, don't know is a lot of these trails get their funding based on their usage. So no way. Yeah. So like some of this, when we reach out to some of these trails, they're like, Absolutely. Like, we'd love to have you because we want to showcase our trail. We want to get people here because that results in more funding and it only makes the trail better for everybody to use. So, um, that's been really nice to know that we're kind of helping the trails as well. And then, of course, we always, you know, we donate to the trails as well from the race, race proceeds. But I mean, that's hmm. a drop in the bucket, really.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like, Pete. There's a couple of fun, like, toboggan runs, a fun winter social race. Like, that's a good one. I think a lot of new people from New Brunswick come down there. And we, like, we did a couple races this year. I don't want to plug us too much. But we did a couple races this year that I think will be some pretty fun, safe races to do. We did one called the Callus Crow, which was out in Crowbar, which, like Jason was saying, is a trail that really gets overlooked because we're very lucky here in especially the HRM, we've got awesome trails. We've got the Bluff Wilderness Trail, which is like 20 minutes away from town, like a slow 20 minutes away from town. Usually you can get there a bit quicker. We've got Fight Trail, like St. Margaret's Bay, like all very close to town. And you don't have to cross the bridge and start with, but like up in, off Myra Road anyway, it's called the Crowbar Lake Trail System. Super technical, rough but no one really goes there because there's so many good options close by so we held a race there it's 21 kilometers 800 meters of elevation which isn't crazy but it's just big boulders steep and technical i think that's going to be if i was telling people to come down to a race like i think that's going to be a staple from for the future you know for sure sure. yeah awesome and we had a, a fun a fun winter kind of like social race as well And we try to do a new format that I don't think anyone's done before. So we kind of combine it with two races. There's a 10K, so you can just come and do the 10K, but then also an eight-hour endurance event. But just because it's laps, you don't get points for kilometre. It's a lap format. You can go as many times as you want. But there's quite a likelihood that you're going to draw the amount of laps in eight hours. So you've got to run a – it will come down to the 10K time that you ran your first two laps. So you've actually got to race your first two laps – (laughs) <laughs> and prepare for the endurance event so that's pretty fun as well yeah that is unique like there's fun different like there's different events down here it's good there's there's something for everyone for sure
0: yeah well i think we do want to highlight ao a little bit here because that's one of the things that we wanted to to pick your brain about and and just you know what's the what's the dream and the vision behind all out show racing and and how did you guys kind of birth that, and and what was the process like? And then, as as you go forward, what are kind of the dreams for it as as it continues to grow? You've got some great base races. Are, the, are you going to expand, or are you just develop the ones you have? What's that What's that look like for you guys?
3: Want me to take that a little ways, Pete?
2: Yeah, I think so.
3: Yeah, so you you know, I think it all started for me personally probably like two years ago. I was out running with uh, another trail organizer or trail race organizer. And, you know, I'm so, I was always so busy training for my own races and stuff. Like I would never, I wasn't even thinking about ever running my own race, but I said, Hey, like you should really do a race at this trail. And I can't remember what trail it was right now. And he said, yeah, sure. Why don't you do it? And, you know, that kind of stuck with me. I was like, well, there's nothing really stopping me other than some time and commitment from doing it. So anyways, fast forward, like once again, really busy running and, and, you know, what have you. And then last year I get an unfortunate kind of injury where the, where I'm going to need some surgery for it. So like I've a little, t- little more time on my hands and I'm thinking I want to still stay at, plugged in with the trail running community and I kind of want to give back to it as well. So I, you know, I start talking to Pete, we're kind of running and stuff like, Hey, you know, do you have any interest in this? Because I've seen what Pete's done with the Halifax Hares. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, like, if we can keep that same vibe and that same feel that we have at the group runs in a race format, like mm-hmm. have some really, really competitive racing with the fastest runners, but also have it super social and just as fun for the person that comes across the line last, man, we'd have something here. So Pete, Pete was the obvious choice to you know, partner up with, um, you know, we, uh, we complement each other quite well. I'm maybe a little more plan and a little more like on that side of things. And Pete's got the real, like, he's got that community kind of mind and, and, you know, puts himself out there and stuff. So that's really how it got born. I think, you know, it was last fall. We said, Hey, do you think we can put a race, together in November and we scrambled and you know, it was a real learning curve to realize how much goes into it, especially when you're planning that race the first time. Yeah. Once we get through this first year and we have those five races and we're just basically hitting repeat on them, that's going to free us, free us up to kind of expand. And then we can start looking at, okay, we've got the staple races that, you know, people are going to attend and it's fun and keep the keep those fun. But then like we can start mixing in, you know, 50 milers, hundred miler events and Mm -hmm. really spend more time on one big event because we've already figured out who we need to talk to, who owns the land, you know, who to email. We've already got a logo, all those things. It it takes a lot of time the first time around. And maybe we can underestimate that, but uh, it's been fun scrambling to get some of these races together.
2: (laughs)
0: yeah and i I love too how you guys are using like contests and the strava group and all that kind of stuff to kind of get the word out about all out and and so it it seems to be to be really helping grow the the whole buy-in into all out trail racing
2: would you guys agree with that yeah definitely definitely um coming from the halifax like hair's perspective where we're really trying to promote community, keep everyone engaged, keep it, like bring new people onto the trail. We knew like we wanted to keep engagement high, keep people interested. So, you know, when you put putting five races out a year and there's big lulls of spaces, it's like big lapses of time when nothing's really happening, it's easy to kind of forget about the thing that's happening and stuff. But if you, we've got a few little giveaways, we've been really lucky with our, like SmartWool's helping us out a lot, so that's really nice, so we give away like socks every two weeks, and you, there's never it's never to the fastest person it's never to like it's just show us what you're doing like it, engage the community, let us know mm. your favorite trail or like post yeah. a race photo or something like that, just so we can help foster that community spirit, we can give some prizes out to people that maybe yeah. wouldn't win wouldn't win prizes because they came top three you know and then it's the same with the Strava page I, I think Strava's a really positive thing for running I know it can be hard and I've fallen into this fact where i try tried to run like 100 kilometers every week to be on the top of the that's league that's right I've tried to beat segments when I should have definitely been running I know Jason has too as well because right. that's fun at the time as well but I think Strava's really good for building community because you see you see what other people are doing. And you can't dislike anything. All you can do is like it and give a book like. And you see inspirational people doing things. Or you see someone maybe who's working a lot and with kids, but they're still getting out and getting, like, 60 kilometers on a leaderboard. And it really is that side of things where, you know, we're putting a few posts up a week and stuff. Not like the race, which takes a lot of time to do. I'm not saying, mm. like, timeless, but... For for what time we put into putting up a Strava page or thinking of a post to give away a pair of socks, I think it's really worth it for like drawing that community aspect in.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's something that like uh, I would say is you don't see everywhere all the time. Like you'll see groups come together for races, which happen, you know, in the summertime. You might have two or three that you're aiming for, and then once November hits, it's kind of like crickets right because the weather changes and and everything but this allows you to kind of have a a full year round kind of uh community and i think that's that's super valuable as you kind of keep going because that's when all the real hard work happens and the training happens
2: is in the off season right you got to keep going definitely you know like to your point like during spring and even if will the full be like some of the contests are like just show us what you're training for because you know that work's going in there and stuff so it's good to reward people even when they're not racing and stuff so yeah for
0: for sure um can you describe like what is it about nova scotia that makes it so conducive for trail running like you guys you guys have some of the biggest races in the maritimes Um, like we've heard about the, the Chiggy, we've heard about, you know, the capes, all that kind of stuff. And, and so what is it about the province, if you can speak to that a little bit, that makes it just lend itself so well to trail running?
3: Well, I think Pete's already kind of touched on this, but it, I I truly think a lot of it has to do with how many trails we have in close proximity to a large population. So, Mm. you know, there's easily 200 kilometers of good trail like i'm talking single track within 20 minutes of the city we actually you know what was that two years ago Pete, we ran we started right in the city and we ran 145 kilometers or something all on basically single track right from the city that we could have basically ran from our doorstep so i think you know having so many trails close by keeps people, I know it keeps me because you you get tired running the same trail all the time. It gets boring, but Mm if people can go to a different trail, basically every night of the week, it just keeps it interesting. It keeps it fun. Uh, All the trail organizations, like all the, all the weekday runs just keeps the community going. Like the Hellbacks Hairs gets, you know, 40, 50 runners out on a Wednesday other groups are getting big numbers too. So like it, there's always any week there's, you know, hundreds of people just out running around. So I, yeah. I think that's why you're seeing so many people at the races these days.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, Sorry. Go ahead, Pete. And is like, I'm quite well. Like I can, I drive a car, Jason. We both drive to trails and stuff. But you, you really can get a bus and get to quite a few trails around here. You have to have the exact change to get on the bus. But that's a different problem. But like, you, <laughs> you really can easily get to trails and stuff. And if you go a little bit further out of town, we've got some pretty rugged coastline, fun, tough trails. And I think you kind of get a little bit hooked on the easy trails. Well. I take that back, the less technical trails close to town and stuff. And as you further you go out, you get introduced to some pretty heavy hitters like Muscadaba Harbour, the mm-hmm. Bluff Wilderness Trail, Cape Shinecto, and there's always just that next level of like trail, like trail technical, technical or trail difficulty and like place to see. So there's a little bit of everything here as well. There might not be a mountain close by, but we've got some pretty technical trails to run.
0: Yeah. No, that's really cool. Um, so can you can you guys break down, like, what's your lineup of races as they come up, like, this year? Like, can you walk us through what your calendar is going to look like
3: for this year? Sure. Mm-hmm. I Yeah. So we're actually in the midst right now. We're planning a, a race for October. It's going to be called Muscadotta Mayhem. It's going to be October 14th, and that's in Muscadotta Harbor. Absolutely. Some of the rugged, most rugged trails you can run. We're we're gonna let people out easy this time. We're just gonna do a ten k on some of the easier stuff, but we're planning on growing this thing into literally a monster. So, um, <laughs> yeah, nice. we, We've done we've done the back fifty k a couple of times, and it is a brutal run.
2: Um, well, Jason says we, but I stopped halfway and drove <laughs> Buddy's car back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair, 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 So. So really from there, uh, in November, we'll kind of start. Finally, we get to that repeat cycle. So we did the uh, Macintosh 10. So that's a 10K race out on the Macintosh uh, trail system. Uh, it's a very popular kind of urban mountain biking trail system. Uh, or I mean, it's multi-use, but it's built for mountain bikers. Um, had a great race there last year. It was our first race. Had a hundred people show up, sold the race out in an amazing time. Uh, And we're really looking forward to that one. Like it's fast. It's fun. Uh, You get a good mix of actually get a good mix of like road runners, track athletes and trail runners. So it's like anybody's day out there. Uh, And then from there we'll go uh, to the pick and shovel. And that's the race uh, Pete was talking about earlier with the 10 K and ultra like lapped ultra format afterwards. Uh, yeah. Last year, we got caught in an absolute monsoon. Like, I mean, <laughs> you couldn't ask for worse conditions. It poured much like uh, Looney Loops on the weekend, right? Like, yeah. It right. Just poured, I mean, people were up past their knees in the mud. They were cut. Co- we had this, we had the Chima Canoe Club rented, and they're coming inside just covered in mud. And I, I'm thinking, like, oh my God, P, we're never going to get this place clean. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh sorry about that and uh from there um we have the callous crow so that's the uh, 21k at the crowbar uh that was a huge hit uh we weren't sure when we put it up um what do we have 150 people there p that was a that was a hundred there was it was it a hundred okay so we had yeah, a hundred We had a hundred people show up there and like Pete and I usually have a pretty good idea how, what the winning time is going to be. Right? Like we run these Mm -hmm. trails, we've got an idea and we both had a number in our head and our buddy Lee Alonzo Murphy came down the hill like 20 minutes ahead of that time. And we were just shocked how fast, but it wasn't just him. Like the top 10 were smoking fast. Like people were fired up for that one. It was cool to see. Mm -hmm. um and then uh from there we have um the seaside scramble so that's a 10k ish race out at the uh, crystal crescent provincial park so Mm -hmm. it's it's really nice because you run along the shoreline like you're literally basically boulder bouldering along the shoreline and then you kind of the trail goes out like five five and a half k and then turns and comes back through the inland area um And then we kind of finish up. We have social and barbecue. Uh, A couple people went swimming at the beach. Like it was a little foggy that day. So not everybody jumped in. But, uh, and then from there, we just kind of, you know, that's the five. That's that's what we're trying to get those base races. And, uh, you know, we definitely have aspirations to do bigger, longer events. But Pete and I also want to make sure we learn all of our lessons before we bite off more than we can chew. And I mean, the big thing for us is we want every event to be like high quality. So we don't want to like, you know, say we're putting on a hundred miler and half acid and like, Mm -hmm. you know, people show up and they run it and it's not that fun. We want to have like the full experience for people. So that's why we're just taking baby steps here.
0: Yeah. But I love the variety that you're offering too like you've got something for everyone there and and i think that's just got that's just going to bring a whole lot of energy and and a great feeling as you go and try these new trails because it's out of those five they're they're very unique and they each have their own aspect to them that gives it a a character of its own so kudos to you guys for planning something quite quite unique and different for each one of those
2: that's very kind of you. thanks
0: yeah um, so let's just kind of finish up here with just a question about the community. And so one of the things that, that Jeff and I really appreciate about trail running in, in New Brunswick, and I'm sure it's probably the same in, in Nova Scotia as well. But if you guys could just speak to the, the community that comes from, you know, even just the, the involvement that you have, Peter, with, with the Halifax hares, but also what you're seeing uh, being built at, at All Out. Uh, how do you guys kind of help cultivate that community? What does it look like? And uh, kind of just describe that a little bit. We touched on it a few spots, but just kind of give us a full picture.
2: Well, I think we're really lucky in how we're doing it at the moment because we have a couple of aspects of the community. Now, we have Halifax Hairs, which is just the completely free social side where we want people to come in. And then we also have like the, the competition side, like the, the – Goal-oriented side stuff. So I think we're lucky with the community here. We've already had a really strong outdoor community. I think we've got, like, a good surfing community, a good climbing community, a good mountain biking community. There's lots of hike groups. There's lots of people, just organizations, already working on the trail. So I think, like, there's that core community of people already. So it's really nice when you're trying to add to the community. Even so, we have, like, a speaker series called Night Adventures, and they give away nice. grants, and they've been giving, doing this for a while. Giving away grants to people doing speeches in the evening. So there's a uh, in the winter they do a speaker Mm -hmm. series which raises money for the grants they give away. Mm -hmm. So there's this core community that's quite welcoming already. It doesn't really matter what outdoor like idea you want to do. Like there's a community there for it. And then each community, and this is what I found, like we try to really foster the social aspects. You know the it doesn't matter. Like, you know, you can run ahead in the group run, but we're all still gonna wait at that corner because we want right. the last person to feel as encouraged as the middle person or the front person. And when you do that, people more people come, right? Like if you want to run fast, it's cool. Like we'll be together beforehand and run fast, and we'll go out on a Tuesday and run fast, or whatever. But it's just fun to have that community. You ask questions it's pretty intimidating running in the dark, but it's not when you're out with 30 people. Like mm-hmm. it's pretty intimidating by your first $200 Solomon pack. But when you talk to 20 people and you know, like they could give you your opinion, it just, it, it fosters that good relationship with the sport. It fosters it with the people you're around and it makes you all friends, right? Cause you're talking. And then like places like the five K cafe, we had a social there last night and I know St. John's is really good at doing this. Like they have a social every month and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, all the run clubs do. So, having that aspect of not just running, being like hanging out afterwards and stuff, and even at the hairs, we're we're really lucky. We've got a sponsor sponsorship from Athletic Brewing and says so AI, so they they give us cans of beer every week. So nice. Grown from, from the start, actually. From the start, I've always brought cookies at the end of the run as well, and people are really good. They like some people give like, me a little bit money to buy the cookies and stuff, but sometimes when you're running, you don't you talk to the few people you're running with so like we kind of thought we had the mentality well if we just bring cookies people are going to stay for 10 minutes to have a cookie at the end of the run and probably talk to someone they might not have talked to either and now we have the athletic process also like stay and have a cookie and a beer and stuff so i think it's just little things that halifax in general does well and like it seems to have worked really well with the hairs that you just try to include everybody and like don't take yourself too serious and just, just Build build the community on fun and like enjoyment and mm-hmm. it just it works really well, you know, like we've been really lucky, like and it just reflects it reflects on the community. I don't know if that makes too much sense where I rambled on a little bit, but I did yeah, know it makes perfect people, sense. Lots of people just trying trying to make that community a little bit better and because so many people are doing it, it it works really well and builds a strong strong unity with everyone, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's super helpful, and and it's really given us a good uh, good picture. I don't know about you, Jeff, but I'm kind of excited to go uh, check out some of these races. I need to get down to Nova Scotia road trip. We'll have a road trip and head down and and check it out. So that's going to be awesome. And, and is there a website, guys? Is there a website where we can check out the races and register and stuff?
2: Uh, so we don't actually have a website at the moment, but you can find all our information out on we're all out trail racing on Instagram oh okay and then hfx hairs on instagram so you can find both the runs and the races there and also both communities have a very strong strava presence so if you want to go yeah. free socks you've got to get on the ao trail racing strava page and it's not just free socks like we give away some other things and stuff yeah and same with the hairs like the strava communities i think we like 600 people on our strava page and people post up. Like run social things, so like they're the two best places: Instagram and Strava. Okay, find us. and if anyone's got questions, like just shoot us a message on there. We're happy to answer them and stuff. Yeah, we'll if link you.
3: We Sorry, I said Sorry, I was going to say we will ship socks to New Brunswick. By the way, so yeah, All right, that's what I like <laughs> yeah. to hear.
0: Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll include your your Instagram pages on our our show notes, so people can check it out and, and be able to. To, to look at you up there and, and be able to see the races So that's going to be awesome uh, Jeff, why don't you finish us off here And uh, take us home with our, our Quick hitters
1: Sure thing So uh, Brandon always says we're almost done And then I get my chance to speak <laughs> And I tend to ask a few more questions That weren't on the list uh, I just ran in my first pair of Smartwool socks uh, When we did Looney Loops And I really oh. enjoyed them So uh, that's cool They're, They seem to be a good a good sock to run in for sure um, I just have a few selfish questions, but I saw, uh, Jason, you mentioned that you ran uh, the Fundy Circuit. Uh, have you run the footpath? And, Peter, you mentioned you've been up to, to Fundy National Park. Did you actually run the footpath? I know the circuit's a different trail, but...
2: Yeah,
3: I've ran both. I've ran the, ran the full circuit, and I've ran the footpath a couple times as well. That is... By far, yeah, it's it's a tough trail. When we talk about Muscadabit, Muscadabit is our mini footpath, basically. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, when I was up at Funding Park, I did. I think I ran like a thirty-eight kilometer loop. That was close to it, but then I ran back down the road a little bit. I was I was pretty new to running then, so I wasn't sure about the the circuit at that time. But
1: yeah. yeah. Okay, I know I know Chris Watson, who's a well, he's. Married to a friend of my wife's, and he currently has the FKT on the footpath, I think, still, so you guys got some work to do there if you're going to take that down, because I think it was a pretty impressive time, if I remember correctly, like in the six-hour range, uh, just over, so that's, that's crazy to me. I've hiked it three or four times, and... When I then saw the – when I got into trail running, I found out what an FKT was, and then I looked that up, and I was just absolutely blown away. So, Yeah, there I, you think, go. I think that one's cool. going to stand for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Probably true. Probably true. And so related to the, the – not really to the footpath, but when you guys talk about the Shinecto run, I know St. John Trail Runners came down and did a joint run with you guys. Is that actually like the Shinecto trail, um, the coastal trail that's there?
2: yeah so that was that was awesome okay, actually cool. and I was going to mention that during the run but we're definitely going to do try to do another one of those next year, so we can get New Brunswick and Nova Scotia together because the two communities are awesome, so we might as well try to combine them when we can, but yeah, we ran we did a seventeen kilometer loop and or out and back and a thirty kilometer out and back. Mark led the seventeen kilometer one so we we were actually at the park there, the coastal loop, but we wanted to include as many people as we could, so we didn't do the full forty eight loop which He's a pretty bit of a, a right. big of a a bit of a beast, and Jason's yeah. quiet. He's actually got an FK yeah. there as well. So,
1: oh, cool. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so I hiked it, and that was the hike that made me realize I needed to make some life changes. Yeah. <laughs> um, was, I had never ran before, and uh, always didn't think I could do it. And a couple of buddies always hiked the footpath but never invited me. And then they were like, we'll do an easier one and we'll we'll hike Shignecto and you can come on that one. And so anyway, I hiked Shignecto and I was like, man, I got to make changes in my life. And so, uh, yeah, so I started started running after that and I've hiked the footpath a few times. So I was curious if it was the coastal trail because that'd be a fun one to make a goal race where I kind of have a bit of a history <laughs> on it. So oh, that'd, be, that that'd be
2: cool. Me. I'll just jump in for a second there. If you can get down and run that loop, that was that was kind of the first big solo fifty K I did by myself. It's all like it's such a like special place to run, I think, you know. And there's some hills that made me question why <laughs> I thought about quitting running that time, you know.
0: Oh man. That's good.
2: No doubt. There you
1: go. Okay, so we usually just jump into some pretty quick hit questions. Basically, uh, one-word answers. You guys can bounce back and forth or whatever you want to do. But uh, just to kind of get to know your trail running style and sort of – what the stuff you like to eat it's just kind of a fun question. We don't send these questions out beforehand uh, to see how we are going to test how good of a on the spot thinker you are. And uh, we'll go from there. So my first question is um, I noticed Jason was drinking some athletic brew. I'm a big fan. Uh, what's your favorite kind of athletic brew guys? I like the oh, upside like down myself.
2: Then. Okay. And sorry, the upside down. Okay.
1: So you guys matched up on that one same one yeah there you go have you tried the new tropical sour
2: not yet no, no I haven't but I'm pretty into sour beers so no. I would like to
1: I'm telling you it is really good yeah you, sh- you should get them to send you some of that it was I se- I don't know it's just seasonal maybe it's done but I have a case of it here and I don't it know. is I just actually. wrote it down
3: Jeff so, so
1: yeah yeah they just uh, they, I don't remember when they released it but I just got a case of it so no it's very good all right, so let's do this um, so you guys don't talk over each other all the time. We'll do Jason first, Peter second on the answers. And I should have said that to begin with, so that's my fault. <laughs> so there you go. All right, do you prefer an out-and-back, a point-to-point, or a loop, loop every trail run? Week.
2: Yeah, loop 100%. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, are you guys the type that do training plans, or do you just get up and run whatever you feel? I
3: try to do training plans, but I have too many friends that do crazy stuff all the time, and then that derails my training
2: plans.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: No, I, I, no no training plans.
1: Yeah, so you're well, the no, crazy no, friend, no, Peter. That was quite it, explanatory actually. there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your favorite running shoes? Uh, I would say close call, do
3: big, nasty run. I'm putting Solomon s on my be probably Ultras, Solomon Ultras, yeah.
2: Yeah, Solomon Ultra 3 for sure.
1: Okay. First thing a new trail runner should buy apart from shoes?
3: You kind of need a pack if you're going to run long distances. But if you're... I guess I'm leaning towards ultra long distance.
2: Yeah, pack or some Sour Patch Kids. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. Sour Patch Kids. I like it. Uh, Your favorite form of cross training?
3: Uh, This year, Pete and I are hitting the road bikes
2: hard. (laughs) Yeah, road biking. I don't like (laughs) to say it, but road biking. (laughs) There
1: you go. We already know Pete's favorite trail snack. I'm assuming it's Sour Patch Kids. Uh, but what's your favorite sna- trail uh, snack?
3: Jason in 2022 was Sour Patch Kids. Uh, 2023, we're on to Big Daddy Cookies now. <laughs> you can get oh, two of those bad boys at Walmart for $1.20. Or sorry, two for two fifty. And they're like, read the package. It's 400 calories. Like, I mean you can't get that kind of nutrition elsewhere for that kind of money.
1: No, one cook okay. and two hours of fun. I'll take note of that. I like that idea. Okay. Um, if you're doing a big ultra, what are you eating before you do it?
3: Usually he's just, I'm not that picky. I've done everything. Like I, I've drank four beer and ate a, burger and ran 100 miles and I've also been really good and eating like a nice pasta meal so you know that was an unexpected 100 miles when when I drank the beer and ate the hamburger but uh, it worked out so like yeah I'm not too picky
2: A bagel and a cup of tea probably for me <laughs> a more go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I gotta say that the trail running community's uh, like of Pizza, burgers, and beer really drew me in quickly, so that's cool. Um, Would you have a Snickers or a Mars bar?
3: Snickers, as long as I have water to wash those damn peanuts down.
2: Yeah. Both. (laughs) A Snickers, probably.
1: (laughs) Good answer. That works. Uh, Your favorite uh, energy bar? Scratch, for sure. Yeah,
2: I like all
1: the, the scratch, scratch for a chocolate one. Yeah, okay. Do you prefer gel or chews? Choose? Uh, chews choose
3: over
2: gels. Yeah, chews every day. Yeah,
1: that's a consistent okay. answer. So, and the last question we have for you guys is very selfish. Brandon and I are fairly new trail runners, so if you were to give us one piece of advice, what would that be?
3: Well, I would say don't overdo it don't overthink it and just have fun with
2: it yeah i'm gonna go with have fun just have fun you
0: know well that's great advice and i can imagine we'd have a lot of fun boys we're looking forward to to getting out to a race we got to make it happen really soon so we look forward to doing that cool. and thanks so thank
2: you very much for having on i hope you will see yeah. soon.
0: yeah and so thanks guys for taking the time to be with us and uh All the best as you uh, keep getting all these races laid down, and and we look forward to seeing all the stuff that All Out Trail Racing will be doing in the future.
3: Yeah, thanks, guys, and we're really interested to see where this podcast goes, too.
0: Yeah, awesome. Thanks, guys. Cheers. All right. And we're back after that conversation with, uh, Jason and Pete and Jeff, like, I, I just love chatting with those two guys. Like it's so fun to hear just how they, they got started and just how they, they really live the whole trail running kind of lifestyle. Like, Hey, let's just, uh, drop this and go and go run for a really long distance. Uh, it was a really great conversation.
1: It was. Those are some impressive dudes. Uh, you know, when you're doing the like one answer questions and the answer is well, I had four beer and a hamburger and I ran 100k and it was kind of an impromptu run. I was like, man, those guys can run. Like right? no doubt, uh, they've had their day for sure.
0: Man, so so some of the things that kind of stood out to me from that conversation, um, which which I think was really helpful for people in New Brunswick, because you you hear like some of the amazing races that they have in Nova Scotia. Like I felt like we needed to branch out a little bit, uh, with, with some of the opportunities that they have. And so one of the, I guess one of my hopes would be with, with this conversation with them was that it would get some exposure to the New Brunswick racers and, and maybe people already know about them, but I didn't, I didn't know all about those races. So I I think that was really cool to hear the different types of races, like the, even the one with like the first two, two laps is like the race pace and then going into an eight-hour kind of uh, ultra kind of event. I thought that was kind of a neat, neat kind of way of doing that. So I, I, that was my big takeaway was like, man, there are some really great races outside of of what we know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was almost glad to hear that they've also experienced a monsoon because I'm still <laughs> still suffering from loony loops and... Uh, you know, it made me feel good that it wasn't just the Lord punishing me for some reason right. um, at, at Looney Loops. So well, it so. still might have
0: been, but we it might have been. There might have Possibly. been another reason. Yeah,
1: yeah, there might have been another reason. But no, you know, and I liked uh, I liked a lot that they're doing these five uh, trail races, and they're just gonna perfect them and then add distances and make them better. And I think that's. I mean, they're smart guys. They've obviously got it figured out, but uh, I'm excited to go down and do a couple of those races because um, you know, it'll be fun to experience um, just a, I mean, a different province. It makes it fun to travel and to, to go to a different location, but uh, yeah, it'd be neat to go down and experience the community down there because it sounds obviously like a lot like the community that we've experienced here, which isn't surprising. I'm sure we'd get that same feel if we interviewed someone from Toronto who does a a trail running community. I think it takes a a special person who wants to have that community and, and build that. So, um, yeah, I thought that was really cool for sure.
0: Yeah. And they seem to have a lot of, uh, integration with all the different clubs that are are in the area and that's one of the things that that hit me too is like they really do have like the largest population in Atlanta, canada so you know there's there seems to be lots of opportunities there um and it just seemed to me like that was really neat how they could all kind of jump on like every day of the week there is almost like a, a running event that they could go to and and to be able to to stop and to connect with some of those groups i think that's that's a unique thing about being in the Halifax area that, that we may not experience like in our, in our neck of the woods, which was, which was kind of cool.
1: Yeah. And, and now we have a new place to visit when we go down to Halifax. I'm going down actually on the weekend of September 23rd for a hundred kilometer gravel bike race uh, or fundraiser through BMO ride for cancer. And uh, so we're taking the family down and going for that. And uh, I'm going to go stop by the 5k cafe and, and get some treats so uh it'd be neat to do that for sure um, yeah and uh, be a good place to i'm sure grab some donuts or some ice cream with the kids but uh yeah when i'm dead tired from riding my bike for 100 kilometers on gravel so that's yeah, what i'm so- going for this month i am uh I may not trail run as much, but I have to get my butt ready. I think my legs will be fine for the for the bike race uh, or bike run. It's not really a race fundraiser, so uh, for me, it's not a race. I'm sure maybe there'll be some people there who are trying to <laughs> win the race, but right. I'm not. Um, but yeah, just going to raise some money for for cancer uh, research in Halifax. But the um, yeah my my butt is definitely not ready for a bike seat for five and a half to six hours so i gotta put some time in the saddle here uh this month before i go down but uh now i'm looking forward to getting some 5k cafe treats so yeah
0: so so jeff what what is it that makes your butt ready to do a bike like what what has to happen in order for your butt to be ready for a bike ride
1: uh, you have to sit on a bike seat for a long period of time. Often, <laughs> okay. There's nothing. There's nothing. It's kind of like trail running. What do you have to do to be able to run fifty k efficiently? You have to run a lot of trails. It's the same thing for a bike. Um, you just have to sit on an uncomfortable seat Ugh. for a long period of time until your butt gets used to it. And then you don't. It doesn't hurt anymore after that. Like it gets. It gets used to it. And like I remember, there was times where I was doing you know um, a lot of biking. And uh, didn't even notice it, so yeah, I, that's not me right now, but uh, we'll get there. <laughs> Man. I, have a, I have a short three weeks to get ready for a 100 kilometer trail bike, so and I've only probably put in, I don't know, 17, 17, let's call it maybe 50k total on my bike all summer, and generally by this time of the year, I would probably have thousand kilometers on my bike I, I do i used to do a lot of biking or i had done a lot of biking in past summers but this summer i haven't really gotten to it so anyway we'll see how it goes it's okay. a fundraiser so there's no pressure right? that's right that's right
0: so yeah okay we could we could go on forever, forever about some At of the biking the money's issues.
1: raised and i'm not giving it back that's right right so <laughs> do you, although do you if have you're to listening fix- to this podcast and you'd like to donate money to the bemo ride for cancer look up bemo ride for cancer jeff leblanc You'll find me on there, right? Shameless do you, plug. Do you have
0: to? Yeah. Do you have to raise as much money if you have to go to the hospital that you're raising the money for after you're
1: done your bike ride? <laughs> well, you know that's the benefit of being in Halifax the 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 biggest best hospital in the Q E two and the N W K. Of course, I wouldn't be at the N W K because I'm an adult now. But um, you know, uh, is right there. So if I get into trouble. I won't be far away. All right. That's good.
0: All right, guys. That's it for us today. Thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, we are uh, excited to be able to share with you again next week. And in the meantime, keep
1: on chasing the trails.